Welcome to Daycare Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing because of the realization I had last week. The little, <laughs> the shoulder shimmy that you do when you do the introduction. Um, it's very cute. Again. Now, now that you notice it, you're like, that's all I can see. I, it will never die for me. Um, <laughs> once again, everyone, I am Danica. I'm sorry to bring up the same cold open twice in a row. <laughs> I have just woken up from a very, very long nap. Uh, I was 48 minutes late to the podcast today, <laughs> um, which uh, is both normal and not normal. So yeah. um, if, I can, if I can sum it up in one sentence, it's been a day. Um, mm-hmm. How's your week been, Jenna? It's been good. I took a break last week from the Instagram, you probably saw, mm. and that was good for my mental health. <laughs> so the week has been pretty decent. Um, I've been having a lot of stomach issues, been pooping a lot more than normal, right? What's going on? Okay, my my stomach issues are kind of the opposite, and I don't want to get too into the weeds of it all. No, that's why like, people want, they, they want it. <laughs> I just, like, I seriously, my stomach hurt so bad today, and my day was just, like, my day is mostly meetings now. Mm, good times. Um, uh. So there was a lot of, uh, can you please excuse me while my body has issues? And <laughs> trying not to get like too graphic for people, but really just like either I'm gonna shit in the middle of this meeting or like tummy no feel good right now. Uh, can this <laughs> wait until Monday? Um, and like most things it can wait until monday but like mm-hmm. still like not your poop though apparently your poop cannot wait until monday she won't i don't know why she- i've asked <laughs> multiple times and she was like no this is urgent actually and it's such a it's such a weird feeling to be like in the middle of a meeting or about to go into a meeting mm-hmm. and like everyone's waiting on just you and, like, you're the person that's like, well, I have IBS, though. <laughs> so. About that. So when you hired me, hopefully you knew that. Um, no, I'm kind of glad you slept in because it allowed me to go poop twice before we started. Wow. So that's, I feel good now. So everyone wait for the pause that will happen <laughs> later in the episode when I, too, have to catch up with <laughs> Jenna's shitting because it's competitive at this point. <laughs> Dude, the other day, I almost texted you about this shit, and I was like, that I took, and that it was amazing, and that's, so that's Danica and I's love language, apparently, is <laughs> we text each other about poops, but I didn't do it, and I should have. That makes me feel sick. Yeah. Jenna. I know. Sorry. It was just really long. Like, it took a long time, or the poop was... The poop was long. Itself very long. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of stuff I want to hear about. I know. It's <laughs> it's sick, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> we have just lost all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Speaking of listeners, thank you for listening, though, and, um, and joining us on this new schedule we have. Uh, we love you so much. and We love all two of you. <laughs> <laughs> um no it's been great because like you know next week it'll start being two weeks two episodes a week and that's just like too much and we need to like have time to like 
you know, watch it again and whatever and then like get mad on the internet and then come on the podcast and be mad because bitch I am mad I want to know what you're mad about I am so excited to hear it I am mad today specifically because the name that we shall not name who has a twitter who is an old kind of white man who we don't like anymore because he was still a sexist um he has a podcast he spoils things for people you know, it's it is sounding more alarm bells than it's solving at this point. I'm just like, <laughs> okay. wait, which white guy? <laughs> like, reality we shit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Reality shit um, is claiming he knows that Greg is going to be the Bachelor. Okay. And I'm not happy with that. Greg is Why an okay person. <laughs> What? <laughs> I thought we were cool. I thought we were chill. No, I'm just like, I'm pretty annoyed at it. Um, I honestly don't want to watch him for a lot of reasons. He's boring. Um, I don't like his hair that much anymore. And I don't like the things that we had to see on TV, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I not going to hear and subscribe certain things to him, but like, he also went on Nick Viall's podcast and claimed that he knows it. He like kind of apologized and said that like he knows he needs a lot of work and that he did bad things and that he hurt people that he cared about and that he needs, like, to do a lot of growing and then he needs to get back into therapy. So the idea of him, like, being The Bachelor really, like, kind of, like, makes a lot of that pointless. You know, like, he hasn't had the time to do the work that he he himself claimed he needed to do, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah, I wonder uh, when Bachelor filming is going to start because if it's, like, around the same timeline like if they start it in january or whatever he'll be like Mm -hmm. i had six months to learn and grow tm and it's some people are gonna eat it up and some people Mm -hmm. are gonna you know that's like enough time for him to get the like glowy like i've learned from my mistakes like edit and that's just annoying like that you're telling me that in the last two years there has not been a single guy other than Greg that can, mm-hmm. that, like, can't carry the, like, lead on their back. Like, there are so many, like, I'm sorry, I'm not even going to say interesting. There are so many fucking hot guys in this franchise at this point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, you're telling me that this is the one? Thank you. Out of all also, of them? yeah, and we've had a couple in a row now that weren't able to, like, end it in engagements and, like, whatever, sure, that's not the sign of a, like, true and lasting relationship, but, like, we have consistently had boys that were not ready for, like, to get married, you know? And he is not ready. Like, take all the shitty things aside, he's not ready. So, like, that would just, honestly, I feel like they would be shooting themselves in the foot by having him on for multiple reasons, and... It wouldn't be successful. He wouldn't be able to go through it and actually pick, a, like, somebody that he would last with. I'm, I, he just wouldn't, you know? So mm-hmm. can we have somebody else? Yeah, I love, I really did love what felt like a selective use of the word boys. <laughs> Thank you. When you were talking yeah. just now, I was like, mm, I caught that, like, it pinged in my head, and I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah. the moral of the story ultimately is just block reality shithead. He is not good. Dude, this last season was so enjoyable not having him in our ears at all. 
It was so great. So I just really suggest, like, if you're a listener of our podcast, just do yourself a favor. Block his ass. Don't consume his media. It's not worth it. Because he's also probably wrong. Mike Fleiss actually tweeted, like, an hour ago saying that no decisions have been made. So he might even be wrong, which is great. And I hope he is, because that makes him look like an ass and Greg isn't The Bachelor. And I'm here for both of those. Imagine a world where we're like, oh, my God, thank God Mike Fleiss weighed in on something. That's, I literally, (laughs) I replied to Mike's fucking ass and I said, for once, I'm happy you actually... Thank you for saying anything just now. I've been waiting for Mike Flies to weigh in. That's, like, never a thought I've had before, but, like, oh, he was such a dick this week, too, because, like, like of course, this was the first week of BIP. It's a celebrated mm-hmm. time in all of our lives. Yeah. And he was like, maybe we'll announce, well, maybe we'll fuck around and, like, announce The Bachelor today. And I, like, was waiting for it. Like, actually waiting for it. Like, actually on Bachelor Twitter, which is not something I do very often. And I was like, wait, did I miss it? Or is this fucked up? And it's it turns out it's just fucked up. Yeah, he does this every time. He does this every fucking time. Yeah, we're just trying to enjoy ourselves. It is the season. It is paradise. Like, let us enjoy a brief moment of serotonin. Yeah, Please. This is Christmas in July in August. two years later so like can i have something please actually like if we could just not talk about the bachelor for multiple years that would Mm -hmm. be so i want two back-to-back seasons of paradise i don't care about the bachelor anymore anymore. Mm -mm. yep um i would be fine if we just like maybe we start recapping something else when it comes to his season we'll do something else yeah i'll start actually sleeping during his season. <laughs> For once, we will sleep and we will shit. Healthy shits, everybody. Um, speaking of healthy shit, this how is, can I transition this, is, this into... Yep. It's not going to uh, work, is it? No. <laughs> usually we have a host that does kind of suck shit to yeah. talk about. Mm-hmm. Not this season, though. No, so no, speaking no. of the opposite of shit... <laughs> <laughs> David Spade. David Spade is here, y'all. Um, how was that for you? I fucking loved it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, when it was kind of announced who was gonna be guesting this season, I went through the motions, right? Where I was yes. just like, "Why is everyone a dude? Like, mm-hmm. um, what's mm-hmm. going on here?" Um, and then I remembered, like, David Spade is actually a huge Bachelor fan, which yeah. is just like honestly kind of wild to think about in the first place um and I think he's just like the perfect sort of like gentle coddling like old white guy with a fedora on in a way that I like I haven't ever said those words in a sentence (laughs) together before so I know it sounds wild but like he is just like kind of like the haha no one's here for me uh, yes, but, like, exactly. I know enough about, like, all of you to be, like, yes. gently, like, prodding your baby insecurities, which I think is funny oh, love for that. me. Um, and I thought he did great. And, like, did also, great. like, his, I, I'm trying to remember the line he said, but, like, just some of the things he said, if Chris Harrison had said them, I'd be like, sue him for harassment. Yeah, please. No, yeah, he says this, like, one line where he jokes about tuna being down at the beach. Yes, that's not... 
ideal or whatever but he is a blue comedian Mm -hmm. and like and and it was just the thing is the difference between an actual comedian and somebody like chris harrison is when it's done properly you know it's an actual joke Mm -hmm. you're like he's not actually talking negatively about what you know and some comedians are not good at it right i'm just gonna say that some comedians are not good at that and so it's actually punching down but mm-hmm. when you're actually good at it, you're, like, punching sideways or you're just, like, making a joke, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not saying he's above, like, criticism ever or whatever. But it was just really great. I love him from my childhood. Like, some of my favorite movies were Black Sheep and Tommy Boy. And to see him on the, the screen doing his little thing. He, like, does a little, like, cry face thing that he does where he rubs his eyes and goes, mm. Like, he's done that my entire childhood. And I, like... I have chills, like, thinking about that, because he's like, I'm not a contestant, so I'm off limits, and he just, like, cries. I was like, it's just so stupid funny. I love it. I love it, too, and I it makes me wonder, like, in, like, 20 more years, like, is Bo and Yang going to host Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> because I will fucking scream, yes. cry, laugh, die amazing. forever. Yes. Um, I am, like, so down for this, and also, um, I am forgetting his name in this moment, but the person who was reading, like... Instead of the almost paradise person. Like, the fact that he was there reading it instead of, like, Chris Harrison or whatever was so fucking... Little John. Yes, yes. Yeah. Little John. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was the joke. (laughs) Little John. Little Um, John was, like, ready for your favorite most dramatic thing that you've been waiting for two years. Like, oh, my God, it was so good. It was so energetic. He needs to voice over all of the seasons. <laughs> all the time. Forever. Yes. Um yes. Also, uh something you put in your notes going back to David Spade when he joked about having Carrie Underwood legs. <laughs> that is I just like could not let that go unsaid. That was so fucking funny. And he he just has like little shrimpy legs just like I do where it's like um like chicken legs or bird or person. Like what is it? <laughs> Hard to tell. And it was great because he, that was an improv, improv line. Like, I know comedians, like, I was watching him. He says, like, the first part, I'm not going to take my shirt off. And then they start to go on something else. And he's like, and then he comes back and brings it in. I'm like, Chris Harrison could never. Mm-mm. Wells could never. No. Um, but yes, Wells is also Although there. both of them <laughs> probably also have Carrie Underwood legs. Let's be real. <laughs> let's be fair. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and then we get, and he also says classic, he's, right before we get all the people to come down, he's like, uh, let's re-meet all the people we've met a hundred times before. And I was like, that's so funny. He's making fun of the show. We love this. Mm-hmm. Can he be on the podcast? Okay. We're not going to, like, recap everything that happened. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. There's no way. <laughs> and, and I want to set that expectation early, too, because this is week one. <laughs> So it should be like a normal episode, but even still, I'm like, oh my god, who the fuck did we meet this week? Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. the fuck are all these people? Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing I was like kind of iffy about this week, where there, it literally seems like there's so many fucking people, and mm-hmm. we're reintroducing people, mm-hmm. and I still don't know who most of them are. Again, right. so it's like relearning everyone's shit, um, which is totally fine but not everyone got the the big grand <laughs> premiere if you will no. and some people like that we just like don't even remember didn't get the grand entrance like mm. 
I don't think Victoria P got one. I don't know. Deandra. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Blonde woman number six. Oh my gosh. All the blonde women this season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember Um, blonde eyebrows and uh, mm -hmm. Victoria with Mm -hmm. the cheap crown and that's all. (laughs) So we, we can keep going. Um, we keep going. So, yeah, I guess we're just going to, like, talk a little bit about things back and forth. I don't know, whatever. But, like, first thing, like, Abigail is the first to come down onto the sand. She's so sweet. I love that. It's, okay, are you remembering the same way that I am? Where, like, usually the first person that comes down is around for a super yes. long time. Yes, and usually yes. it ends very well for them. Yes. It is at least the one that the show really wants us to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we should. We love her. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for her. She's so fucking cute, first of all. <laughs> um, I love how excited she was about David Spade, because that would be yes. my interaction as well. That was so fucking cute. <laughs> she um, couldn't, help it, couldn't handle it at all. And then, like, I also just, like, love getting to see her personality, like, a little bit more, where Mm -hmm, it's just, like, mm -hmm. she just seems like she's, like, really fun to hang out with. Mm -hmm. And do you know what's interesting? Because I know someone who has previously made out with this person, um, I, I was, like, asking Andrew when we were watching the episode today, I was, like, does the guy that made out with her look like... Noah, who is the, mm-hmm. the person that she ends up taking on the date. And he was like, no, but he does look like this other person. And I wish I could remember, like, what he's... I think he said that he maybe looked like Connor mm. or something. Mm-hmm. So it's Connor not... is like Noah light, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Connor is Noah with a haircut. I think, Thank you. <laughs> I think... Um, yeah, do you do you want to talk about Noah a little bit? Because yeah, let's just talk about Noah. Let's talk about Noah. <laughs> Noah, I'm not gonna lie, I was skeeved. Like mm-hmm. I was not stoked. Um, not at all. So like Noah comes down, uh, down the paradise steps. He's talking to David Spade. David Spade asks him like the normal questions, like Are you looking forward to seeing anybody? And he says Abigail. It's like this perfect setup. Uh, I say perfect whereas in the show wants us to think it's a perfect yes. thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Noah's like, oh, I'm a nurse, um, which if I might remind you not to be like finger waggy about anything, but he was a very weird COVID nurse where yeah. some rules. He, yeah. he had were... a super spreader Thanksgiving with 30 members of his family and then fought with everybody in the comments. Anyway, go on, Danica. Thank you. Um, thank you for finger wagging for me so that you can get the, <laughs> you can get the hate directed at you. Um, yeah, he was just, like, weird during a time when COVID was, like, not funny. And, like, it's not funny now either. Um, but it's especially not funny. Um, and he said something about, like, wanting to meet Abigail because he's a nurse. And, like, I'm parsing words here, so, like, do your own research. Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. quoting this person, but, like, the feeling that I got from it was, like, he, he's worked with deaf people before, and he's, like, really interested in her because of that. And I was just like, oh, that's weird. Because it makes her this, like, strong... He, like, says something along the lines because it makes her really strong and, like, a strong individual mm. to, like, overcome. Um, 
a hearing disability or like to, to, to live life with that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm no, not, I'm not even saying that's not true, but that's, it felt very like disability porn, yeah. like inspiration porn kind of yeah, shit. Inspiration porn. Yes. Yeah. So that, and, and when we were watching, we watched like, she comes down the stairs on her own and was like, I really want people to know me for me and not my hearing disability. So it was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> These two things aren't quite meeting in the middle, but it, it felt like we were supposed to be rooting for them. Right. Everyone's, like, happy um, for it. But, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not saying he's the worst. That interaction overall just made me feel weird. And also, their date was super fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Like, Yeah, it was I, weird. I was... So, um... Yeah, just because we're doing this episode a little bit differently than we normally do, um, we might as well just talk about these people while we're talking about them. Mm -hmm. So Abigail gets the first date card of the season because, of course, she deserves it. She's the best. Um, And she ends up taking Noah. Like, she doesn't even talk to anybody else. She's, like, super Mm -hmm. stoked on Noah, which is wild because, once again, the man didn't even get a haircut before he went to paradise. (laughs) It was really upsetting to me personally because, like, we went through so much shit with this man, and he didn't even bother to get a haircut. Probably literally even between, like, five seasons that have happened since. Yes, exactly. He did not get a haircut. I don't know why this is bothering me so much, but I will not leave it alone. Um, and then when they go on the date, personality where? Like, where is he? Where is he on this date? And, like, why is he being so... It's not like an aggro feeling I got Thank from him, you. Yeah. but I'm like, like it's, it? it's and it's not it's not negging. It, it it's not it's like, uh, it's I wanted a different kind of word for it. He keeps on just like telling her, uh, and it's not love bombing. Where it's not this, <laughs> but he just kind of like keeps like giving her these like compliments aggressively, right? It's like yeah, you're you're so awesome and everyone should know and you should hear and he like you know like he pulls out her chair for her and she's like nervous about it he's like oh you should be so used to this you go on dates all the time and she's like no i don't and he's like how and why it's just like a little weird and then she's like well i like to go slow and i like to like oh she she says an amazing thing she's like i like to be single like i love my single life and i'm like yes i love you so much and then he like scoffs at that and tells her that she's moves too slow is questioning like her like boundaries like, why do you move so slow like yeah what is that a like why is that a thing for you and i'm just like well um i would move very slowly if you were the kind of person i was going out with all the time <laughs> that's so, like it's the way that his questions were coming out was just very uncomfortable for yeah. me and i was like they seemed um he seemed like guarded in a way where i was like Wait, why is like Abigail having to defend herself? Yeah, like you, you're the one making this weird. Yeah, right. Literally, how about you just ask her normal questions about her? Like that. That's I'm like you should be having like a normal conversation, not not about like dating as an abstract concept within you, but like what do you like to do? Or I don't know who are you as a person. And we're talking about the Bachelor. I get that, so it's like very surface level, but um, it just seems a little weird. And she, I, she, I could see in her eyes she didn't, like, like it. And I was like, trust your gut, girl, trust you. But she doesn't trust her gut at the moment, at least. And they kiss and whatever. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> Danica's very <laughs> she's very <laughs> um it's funny because in this moment Andrew started taking out the garbage which is very loud but it's <laughs> funny that it's happening at the tail end of the Noah conversation so I yes. just like metaphorically this is all you know coming together very nicely mm-hmm. yeah trash um, trash trash yeah I am wondering how their conversations are gonna go but mm-hmm. like they can't go well for this long. Right? <laughs> I wonder if, like, if we're only seeing these bits and pieces because they are the only usable ones. Because, like, um, what if he just, like, blurted out, you're deaf and I'm a nurse, like, mm-hmm. right when they got on the date. Like, that's how I feel his energy was mm-hmm. from the get-go. And, like, maybe there was no other usable material from that. Yeah, but still, I think... Um, they were iconically the first 15th kiss of paradise. <laughs> so we had to see something positive happen, you know. That was more romantic or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. there were so many kisses. So many. Ew. Which I'm excited about. But, okay. it, like, you know, um, the the COVID inside of me was just like, that's, that's too many. It's <laughs> <laughs> too many kisses. <laughs> We need only five. Um, And so, yeah, we get other notable people from um, the most recent seasons. We have Ivan, um, Jasenia, Tiny Head Mm. is back. Tiny Head's back. Of course. Do you know what is so weird that I don't know that I noticed about him the first time? I was just like, why is he talking like that? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't even describe it, but he's talking a certain way, right? Yeah, and I, like, I don't want to ascribe anything, but I was just like, why are you talking like that? (laughs) Like, you, you, I don't remember you talking like that before, but that's neither here nor there for now, I guess. I was just like, that's weird. (laughs) Oh my god. Ivan also kind of comes a little... I got a little different energy from him this time. I love him. He's very, I think he's a wonderful person. Yeah. He's, like, very confident. He just comes in there, and as, as he should be, you know. Yeah. But it was, like, kind of different from what we saw, you know. I also um, think Ivan, yes, I, I do super agree with you. I yeah. also think that he was into the same people that the least mm-hmm. confident person in the world was into, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. Grocery Joe. Mm-hmm. So, like, regardless... Ivan's going to come off a different way because Grocery Joe has depression. That's a good point. Yeah, so there's the comparison of that. Um, but he does look like he kind of is, like, connecting with Jasenia in the pool later, but they were, like, hiding it from us. That's interesting. I want to see the kisses. Please, roll the footage. Um, yeah, and then there's, like, at the end, there's a preview, and it kind of makes him look like he's maybe a villain arc. I don't really know. Our friend Sophie talked about it on her live the other day. Um, and I'm like, I just think she's wise, so I, I'm not saying he is going to be a villain, but it was just an interesting, like, oh, I hope, I hope that's not what's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. I'm fine with a villain edit for him, because he's not going to do anything bad. Right. Yeah, it's not going to be a bad, it'll just be more like, uh, he wants one of the women, like, he, it's like a love triangle or something, mm-hmm. right? So it's the case with Bip. Unless it's Jordan and he throws a dog into the ocean and tries to so, punch a man. So funny. Like, again, this is... The global warming crisis started because Jordan 
threw the dog in the ocean. <laughs> that was one litter too many. <laughs> the ocean said, I can't handle this anymore. That's why, um, the, that's why the crabs are so vicious this season. <laughs> there are so many animals. Yeah. It feels Maybe like they're, they're going back to um, an almost Elan Mm-hmm. A timeline where like things mm-hmm. are truly like funny and lighthearted again, which I'm like mm-hmm. kind of here for. Um, so I, I I'll be looking out for shitty raccoon jokes, and I'm kind of excited <laughs> to see it happen. We're on the watch. Um, and then Tajwan comes back. I fucking love her. Literally, yes. like I know that we have like a quote unquote queen already, which is just mm-hmm. like annoying and like eye rolly. Oh, she's not even a queen anymore. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's <laughs> upgraded her status. Um, but Tijuan is like truly so fucking funny, a treasure amongst Bachelor contestants. Yes. Like I think this is the vibe you and I would bring if we were in this kind of environment. <laughs> And I am so fucking here for it. And, like, if you're not following her on Instagram, shame on you. Like, she's so fucking funny. And it's it's just good. Good. Good, good shit. Like, just a woman who's overheated and trying. <laughs> she's so funny. And she's like, she's like, last time I was too hot to even pay attention to, like, love. And, and she was eating pasta in the pool. That's a mood. I want to do that. That made me laugh so fucking hard. Like, I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah. And I saw her eating spaghetti in the pool again, and I was just like, holy fucking shit, is this not my future? (laughs) This is us. This is what I'm trying to be like. So, and then we get the best part of this current episode, which is that she meets Trey down on the beach from Katie's season, and she tells us and then a couple of the women on the beach that she feels awkward because she's actually gone on a date with Trey's uncle. (laughs) Who, as it turns out, is the hottest person I've ever seen in my life. Literally, he's a doctor. He is so hot. It looks very nice. If you haven't seen the pictures, just, like, look it up. There's, like, a picture of him in the gym or something. He's smiling. His teeth are perfect. I haven't talked about teeth for a really long time, but his teeth are amazing. Yes. And he's just, like, built. And I'm, like, holy fucking shit. Oh, yeah, I think Trey tweeted it. That's why I saw it. (laughs) Yeah, Trey tweeted it. He was, like, I have no idea how to tell you all this, but this is him. for that so much that is such a funny way to do it too I, that's exactly how i'd be like i don't i can't hear like you I want know it this is what you want yeah. and i know he's better looking than me and i know he's more accomplished than me and oh, i come will on. leave i i would argue about the better looking thing i okay. think they're both just like so yeah. fucking handsome so they like are. yeah justice but, for trey based on what you said i i got really defensive of him for a second i felt like really heated in my heart actually um but well, he's apparently a better kisser than his than his mother's brother i love the the distinction between uncle and mother's brother it feels different doesn't it it does it really lets it's a story i was like oh yeah i went on a story with that one yeah um also yeah just like that was such an amazing thing and like when we were so jenna and i weren't together because usually okay first of Mm -hmm. all we thought that this episode Mm -hmm. was going to be a monday tuesday Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh come over on tuesday because usually the first episode of bib sucks yeah and this one didn't this was like an eight out of ten for me 
But we also thought there was going to be another episode on Tuesday. (laughs) And so we were just, like, texting back and forth. And, like, I remember when... Uh, when I was texting with Jenna, I had said something like, just something like, he kisses so much better than his uncle, like, predicting, like, she would say that as, like, a talking head moment, and she did, and I was like, oh my god, I was fucking joking, and then it happened, like, moments later. I was just like, this is- You do that a lot. (laughs) This is, like, fucking amazing. Again, I feel like, just in the future for our career, we have to be a part of this show somehow, even if we- like, people- talk about how this show is scripted all the time and I think they're mostly full of shit Mm -hmm. but like sometimes I'm like well if it is scripted let us write it because we know what to do we know Uh, what to do but like seriously she's so fucking funny and like I appreciate all of the like when your face gets sweaty those like little pad things (laughs) that she brought yes I okay so one thing I was thinking about which can kind of transition us into talking about Kelsey. Yes. Champagne gate person. Mm-hmm. So she said that she was like super sweaty the first time she went on. And yeah. I'm not remembering the last time she went on. I think it's just because Bip has been so, you know, so long. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it makes sense that she's talking about the milk of magnesia so mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. because she could share that info with Tajwan. But like, I don't know what they were trying to do with Kelsey, I guess, because there were so many opportunities to, like, give her a different storyline that I feel like just didn't work. I'm wondering if I, in my notes, I wrote, she's trying to be the new Ashley I. No, sorry, that's somebody else. Because I I was going to cancel that. No, she's the new Annalise. Mm, That scares me if i were to if i were to be that bold um that is such a bold claim (laughs) i hope that doesn't bite you in the ass i hope so too no 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 i i i've been vocal about how i was actually excited for kelsey i really thought she was gonna like i didn't hate her on fucking pete season and i just thought she had like this maturity she was gonna bring it she's pretty she's kind of funny or she could there's potential for her to be like we didn't see her, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to see her. And then we're not seeing her. She's like famously, when she comes down to Chris David Spade, she's like, talking to her ITM, David she's Spade. like, yeah, Chris David Spade. And um, she's like, well, I just, I'm really ready to move on from that trauma of the champagne. And then she's like, here you go. I was just like, she literally says, I'm really ready to move on from that time in my life. I was like, girl. Did you go to counseling for the champagne gate? Because I am worried about you. And then it's just the whole thing. But then she, yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't like get to talk to anybody. And I'm like, honey, that's not how you do paradise. And when she does, she's mean. Ah, I and forgot. Like, in like a, in a not like I can tell she was maybe trying to flirt. Well, right. I, actually, I can't tell. Was I mean, she yeah. trying to flirt? What was happening? So she. She talks to Grocery Joe for a little bit, and she's like, oh, just so you know, all of the women have labeled you as gym guy or some shit. (laughs) She's just like, you look like shit. Are you okay? Like, you came into paradise and you look like shit. And then then Joe was like, I guess, trying to joke around with her, and uh, she later said something like, oh, yeah, we labeled him, too. We labeled him best dressed. Yeah. Um, talking about Brendan, who talks weird again. Like, I, I don't know what he's doing. But, like, yeah, I also... 
Champagne Kelsey is so, is such an interesting, like, case study in someone who's, like, I've been, like, living with this, I've been living with being a meme for three years. Yeah. I've clearly not moved on. And also, if you look at her, like, talking head segment where, you know, like, she has multiple champagne moments, like, in the episode. Yeah. Like, there's the one where she's, like, at home and getting ready to go to paradise, which is what I'm talking about right now, where she, like uncorks the bottle and then just like sloppily pours in like it's basically like she turns the bottle upside down and like it's just bubbles and I'm just like oh my god you still don't even like know what you're doing (laughs) it's very stressful and like it's it's also very um I will say I'm not gonna say the word annoying but I think you know where I'm coming from because I said that like Whenever there's a dirty glass or whenever someone mm. pours something mm-hmm. wrong in a TV mm-hmm. show, my bartender mm-hmm. fiancé is like, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I need to talk about this. And, like, that's just, like, a thing that he knows from his job, and that's totally fine. But, like, he was just like, oh, my God, that was, like, the sloppiest pour I've ever seen. And I was just like, you're not wrong, though. Like, even I know that that was <laughs> an insane way of pouring champagne. <laughs> like... She hasn't learned at all. I love that you said she's been a meme for three years. Honey, get some. Honey. I, you, it's okay. We we love you. We're supportive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, it's going to be an Annalise situation. We're going to find out that she is afraid of clogs. I don't know. Some inanimate object. And oh. it's going to be a trauma. And I can't. And there'll be champagne in the clog. And yeah. I can't. Wow. I totally forgot that the, the wildest thing about Annalise wasn't what I'm like currently remembering. Like Annalise is just something else. A truly like an enigma. Yeah. A, a treasure of our time. Yeah, um, we'll never forget. I mean, I totally forgot, but never forget. <laughs> um, so not to move on, because I really do, I feel like I'm not done with Champagne Kelsey, but I feel like Paradise might be done with her. So like maybe next week we talk about her more before I feel that she might, we might part ways with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I ju- I'm just feeling it a little bit in my heart. This is a like, wild Who's going to give her a rose? Carl? <laughs> Um, yeah, seriously, there are so many fucking people, and I am, I'm sorry, I know that we have some listeners that really do just, like, not necessarily love Carl, but, like, do not hate Carl, but I kind of hate that there's more women than men on the first episode. I really Mm -hmm. feel like they should reconsider that algorithm. Mm -hmm. Like, just switch it. I, I... Fewer men. <laughs> what are you Please. trying to prove? You know? Yeah. What are you trying to fucking prove? I don't like um, it. So just moving on very briefly. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to mention, which kind of ties into what I want to talk mm-hmm. about next. Natasha is wasted. Or Who? she's just fucking amazing. Who is it? Natasha. Yeah, Natasha. Oh, yeah, she was wasted. I love that. Natasha lands on the beach, and she is perfect. She is in pure form. She is chaos energy. I fucking loved it so much. 
which is so funny to me in comparison to grocery store Joe because they work together professionally, right? Like, don't yeah, they? Yeah, like... they're on. Yeah, they're on clickbait. So I, yeah, yeah, it makes me laugh so much because like they're obviously like not a match. Like, mm. just nope, those two aren't gonna work together. Obviously, <laughs> um, wild to me that like Bachelor Podcast Nation is allowed thank you it's so weird i don't think that should be allowed and here's my thing about it i don't he's too close to the fucking thing you know you can't it's like nepotism like he can't be he's being paid twice he's being paid for the podcast now he's being paid to go on bit because they all get paid but you know what i'm saying and it's like he's being he's clearly there to do this like role and he it shouldn't be allowed. And here's the thing, when I say it shouldn't be allowed if you have a podcast in Bachelor Nation and you're coming on beach, I know that excludes Natasha and Becca Kufrin, but here's the thing. I hate men, so the rule only <clears throat> applies to him. They can stay, he has to go. Can I maybe um extrapolate what I'm hearing from you a little bit? <laughs> can I like propose a theory? Yes. So I I do have a soft spot for Grocery Joe. Um, I know. I, I heard the sigh. I hope everyone heard the sigh. I am just as disappointed in me. I do have a soft spot for him. But caveat. Mm-hmm. Grocery Store Joe was sent home night one. Yes. His teeth are amazing, so he got brought back later for no reason. <laughs> he was on Dancing with the Stars. Mm. He was fucking awful. He was oh, fucking he was. awful. Do you remember that. this? Oh my god, it's all coming back but to me. But Bachelor Nation showed the fuck up and he made yeah. it to like fourth place. He was so bad and he did not want to be there. That's true. This was after his bib season mm-hmm. where he also didn't want to fucking be there. This man has never ever wanted to be on anything and people keep him around because he's hot and it sucks for him like his poor mental health. I, I would I would be exploding. Like, oh this is God. the first man who has never had imposter syndrome. He, like, fully knows when and when he should not be in a room. But he's forced <laughs> to be there because his teeth are nice. Do you know what I mean? So, like, he's, like, fully, like, ass in paradise where he's, like, talking and he's, like, this reminds me of Kendall and it's making me fucking miserable and I want to go home. And also, I'm really bad at talking to people. I'm just now realizing this about myself. And then, like, even his coworker, who's, like, with him all the time, can't pull him out of his own ass. Like, <laughs> let the man go home. He's miserable here. He's tired. He's, like, gone through four seasons of shit that he didn't belong on. When he's, like, walking down the beach, he's, like, not even wearing his slides correctly. His feet are, like, half off of him. And I was, like, what's going on? The man is so depressed that he is wearing socks and sandals on the beach. He's wearing little socks and sandals. Why? Why? The, he like not even to mention the fact that he's like thirty five and just mm-hmm. looking so tired. He looks very tired. Well, that's what you fucking get for being a Garrett apologist. There, I said it. I said what I said. Okay, I knew that you were gonna bring it up at some point. I had to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh oh my god! I'm just looking at your notes. You put a really good joke in there, and I want you to be able to tell it. 
So yeah, so he's a Garrett apologist, but also like he, like you were saying earlier, he can't he can't talk to women at all, you know, <laughs> and like so he's like sitting down with Serena the first time they're talking during the daytime, and he's like, you know, she's from Toronto. He's like, Toronto is ugly from the outside, but beautiful on the inside. I'm not like you though. You're beautiful on the outside, but I don't know what your insides look like. And I'm like, okay, Dexter. You Dexter-ass motherfucker, put your fucking knife down, you psychopath, you literal serial killer. Like, I don't want to know what her insides look like either. You need to go home. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's uh, embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's, em- it's like, it's embarrassing. He's embarrassing himself. And I'll give out, that's my generous take. I'm not going to say that he is somebody to be canceled or anything but he is just embarrassing himself and i don't need to see it on my tv like can we all admit that it's just a little embarrassing at this point <laughs> and like one thing that we kind of touched on a little bit like in our conversation was um just it does read as kind of telling to me that he has like at least his his past relationship and the relationship that's happening as of this episode um, are with, like, younger women who, like, Mm -hmm. are very confident and, like, know what they're doing Mm -hmm. and are kind of communicative, Mm -hmm. like, over-communicative almost, where they're just like, hey, you seem like you're doing really poorly. Like, are you good? And he's just like, how did you know I was doing poorly? I didn't communicate any of that. And they're like, yes. I'm aware. He puts you did out, communicate like, it with your like nonverbal and yeah. like other signals that you've been giving me. Women are oh my god, that's Kendall was like that. You're right. She was very like wise and like could read people well. And oh. then like he like puts out the like I need help. I'm bad at communicating, and I think it attracts a certain like yeah. it can attract a certain younger person that's like I can fix him. Mm-hmm. kind of person mm-hmm. which is like so wild because okay like when they came in everyone was like the person i'm interested in is serena p which is the correct answer like mm-hmm. that is correct correct and it's so wild to me that like grandpa with socks on the beach is the person that gets kissed by serena because he's so aloof and like insecure that he's just like radiating this energy again i do not hate grocery joe i'm not trying to get myself canceled because he's somehow fan favorite forever but i'm just like what is i get he's handsome but like what is this wholesome energy that people are picking up on because i don't get it remember when katie mo picked up on chris bukowski i don't think about him anymore yeah (laughs) he pissed me off (laughs) he i told him to lose my number He's blocked. Um, No, it's true. It's true. It's true. And yeah, I don't know. I posted a meme, of course, that got a lot of traction about how I'm disappointed in the age gap. Mm -hmm. Um, Only to find out later that Kenny is 40 and Mari is 23 as well. So, oh, you didn't know that when you watched the episode? I wasn't. I did not. I like. I knew he was 40 when I was watching it, but I didn't like click. You know. Yeah. <sighs> so there's that. But but my favorite thing is that 
anytime we post any kind of commentary on the fact that there is power dynamics that happen in older age gap relationships, not every single time, but it happens enough where we should talk about it. Sometimes people, we always get people who come on and say, well, me and my husband, who there's like a 600 year degree difference. Mm -hmm. We are fine. It's perfect. We love each other. We have six kids. Could you please not talk down to us? And I'm like, oh, can I just say something? Yeah. If you see a meme like that, it's not about you. It's not about If you're you. happy, it's not about you. Um, we're talking about literally, literally the memed couple. <laughs> we are literally talking about two people in the universe and their relationship that we're watching on TV. It is not about you. Um, same with many other generalizations. Like, if, it's, if it doesn't apply, it's fine to move on. Um, that said, you, you pinged something in my head. Mm-hmm. So I want to next talk about Kenny, mm-hmm. who was, first of all, I am extremely disappointed to learn that he was not actually naked, but right. like relieved for everyone else because mm-hmm. who just wants, uh, to live on rooster rock, <laughs> For I mean, that's a local joke. I'm sorry. Um, there's, like, a, a nude beach, uh, and Rooster Rock specifically is a gay nude beach. Yeah. So, like, you will never not see a penis when you go to Rooster Rock. And it's fine. We love it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, good vibes all around. But I was extremely disappointed to learn that he was not, in fact, just, like, clenching his butt for a really long time to keep the mic in place. Um... <laughs> And um, I thought this was, like, so funny because there was, like, an extended segment last season where we were talking about his, like, nudes that they – not that they had leaked, but they were – it just, like, came up again that they were, like, published on Mm -hmm. that, like, website. And I remember him, like, posing with a chick and we were like, oh, it's a cock. It's so funny. Um, And then he – just, like, really doubled down with the, um, I'm going to be the nude guy. Yeah. This yeah, season. He got that memo. He's like, I'm going to do that. Because he, he saw the Bachelor Nation saw him holding an iPod next <clears> to his <throat> naked, naked penis. That's when we should have known that he was 40. Like, his nudes came out and he was holding an iPod. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I've seen this man's butthole. But anyway, his <laughs> tattoos are very suspect. Wouldn't you agree? Mm. I, yeah, I, I have seen the chest tattoo too much for my own comfort. And, like, I didn't, Kenny was not my favorite. I think that he has a personality, which is mm-hmm. nice. But I'm like, mm-hmm. is that a tattoo you regret? Yeah. Um, and that's all I, that's all I want to ask him. Because I have several that I'm like, oh, that's, <laughs> like, the ugliest thing I've ever done to myself. <laughs> but they're just ugly. They're not, yeah. like nationalist you know what i mean <laughs> yeah exactly yeah let's clarify that real quick before we get yeah before we move on my tattoos are bad they're not weirdly uh pro-america but on half of your body um anyway there yes and by the way if you're, you're thinking there is a star near his butthole really no i'm joking oh but he has star tattoos like all over his body so i would that's where the fiftieth star went. <laughs> um, yeah. So Kenny, in in a similar fashion to Joe, different though, 
mm-hmm. seems to also attract a younger crowd. And so this episode we get, like, Mari, who is mm-hmm. 25, who is, like, flirting with him. And I don't really know how that's going to go. But what I'm what I'm gathering is they probably date for a while demi famously comes in near the end of the episode Mm -hmm. we can talk about my feelings about that and your feelings about that Mm -hmm. in a second because those are i don't want to conflate two different scenarios but um (laughs) mari and demi are both young yes and um it strikes me as something to pay attention to in the next couple of weeks that a 40 year old man is pitting two young women kind of against each other. I mean, like, they might do that to themselves. Um, right. I'm, I'm not blaming him, like, for anything, but it seems to me um, that he's doing a very uh, 40-year-old polyamorous man thing. Uh, and I'm saying this as a person who lives in Portland. I'm allowed... <laughs> I'm allowed to dunk on the 40-year-old yeah, polyamorous That was why my men. sigh was very deep, because I was just like, oh, reminded me of the 44-year-old poly man I dated a year and a half ago. Yes. Hmm. 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 And again, not saying any of these people are poly yeah, or that's no, what no, they no. signed up for, but it's just, there's some similar vibes occurring. You know, to get serious again for a second, like the campsite rule. You know, that's, like, a very real thing that people should be abiding by in, like, most relationships is, like, leave a relationship better than when you found it. And especially in large age gaps where one of the members is quite young and maybe Mm. slightly inexperienced in relationships and might pit themselves against another woman, might put themselves in undue stress over somebody, you know. So it's just, and I'm not saying Kenny is doing this, but it's just, like, what I will say is that, that Nick Vial is doing it to his young bride, Natalie, who he met when she was 21 and he was 38. And I just think that's rich because he's on fucking his podcast talking about how Serena's not mature enough to know what she wants. And she's 23. Nick Vial is anti-porn, so he can... Oh, yeah. He can go fuck himself. He sent me a screenshot of just, like, his podcast had updated, and the title was, like, is there too much porn in the world today? And I was, like, <sighs> I literally, like, I, earlier in the week, I'm still, like, subscribed to his podcast. I think I have a really hard time unsubscribing from things. True. And, yeah, like, sometimes true. it does prove to be, like, good fodder, but I don't really listen <laughs> anymore. But I got, like, an update that day that his, his podcast had, like, refreshed. And I sent it to you, and I was like, what the hell and fuck am I reading? <laughs> like, this is so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> because, like, I, again, I haven't listened. If you're a fan, that's fine. Um, not for me. But um, just, like, reading it, like, and knowing what Nick typically does and sounds like on his podcast, I was just like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever read. <laughs> like, oh. So, who should we talk about next? I just want to wrap up um, that the 40-year-old men in Bachelor Nation need help. (laughs) The 35s to 40s, like, are we doing okay? Like, truly? (laughs) I mean, like, it's it's so weird because I'm even, like, tempted to just, like, oh, is Ari a good person? 
Because he's doing fine. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to tell anyone to take notes from Ari, but maybe some of the 35s to 40s should should consult notes. (laughs) I'm concerned about what I'm saying, too. So, like... Just send help. Send help. Send help to me and to the the, the fellow olds in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> no one's doing okay. No, not at all. Um, oh. We have like a few other outliers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, just two other that I'm ready to get into. Go for it. <laughs> get us started. Victoria. 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 Uh, the one we know. Yeah, the, the prominent Victoria. Um, her glow up is so wild. she's like she's yeah she's on she's on her bullshit again, and she's like I'm no longer a queen. I've touched some crystals or something. I'm not really sure. And now she's a goddess. She like I so I I know that we used to make fun of. Um, like, woo-woo, like, goop girls a lot mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think before the person who we uh, forced our target of harassment to was Crystal herself. <laughs> yes. Um, but I feel like Victoria is just evolved Crystal. Ah. Like, she, like, full, like, Pokemon evolution. Crystal mm. evolved into Victoria. Oh, my God. Which is insane but like the the thing that i thought was so funny um a couple things uh victoria seemed to have friends on the beach which was like i was like oh so like maybe you're not that bad like i'm reserving judgment here and then like also her flirting rule (laughs) was absolutely wild um and i love that it didn't work yeah she, it's very confusing she says she has a five second rule you look at somebody and you count five seconds and then they come over but i, I and maybe i'm misunderstanding her it was very odd to me the way she described it or maybe it's like you look at somebody you count five seconds then you smile I thought she was saying to smile at someone for five seconds, which is absolutely the wildest shit ever. That's the wildest thing. (laughs) I'm wearing a mask so that I can avoid even being required to do that. And in your notes, you noted it as the five second rule. And I was like, yeah, my flirting rule is drop a food item on the floor and wait five seconds to pick it up. And whoever flirts with you afterwards is your future husband, which is kind of how it worked for me. <laughs> oh, man, I dropped my moth stick on the ground. One, two, three. Oh, hello. I look around for five seconds to see who saw me drop it. And then <laughs> I pick it up and eat it. And like, if they don't come over after, they're a piece of shit. So. Thank you. Yeah, they do not deserve you at your goddess level. Goddess level. Mm-hmm. I also really do... I I have to stand the defense of this was expensive about mm-hmm. the crown. Because we know it's not. We know. <laughs> we know. I feel like um, I saw a tweet where, like, Dan Levy had said something um, about... I mean, it was, like, a, a not related at all. Um, it was a few months ago, but, like... Um, about, 
uh, Catherine O'Hara. I think that's – please forgive me if I'm saying that mm. name wrong about the mom from Home Alone. Oh, right. <laughs> um, where she had the same crown for, like, an Emmy party or something. And he was like, yep, got it from Etsy for, like, 20 bucks or something. And, like, yeah, I mean, like, it was, you know, people's, like, wedding fodder a year ago. Like, yeah. It's it is zip ties, honey. It, she got it on a buy nothing group in fucking Miami. It's fine. Like everyone on this fucking show is wearing she in. Like mm-hmm. who fucking cares if you got that mm-hmm. shit off of Etsy for fifteen dollars? And here's the thing: if you did pay a lot of money for it, then you got scammed. Yeah, and I'm, I feel bad for you then yeah. if you paid a hundred dollars for it. Oh my god, same. But I did laugh very hard. Who who even pointed that? Out? Was it Connor? Who was like, oh, are those zip ties? And she was just like, you stupid bitch is expensive. And it's like, okay, well. Uh, Connor had um, his moment. I'm proud of him. Yeah, he made up for being a bad kisser, I guess. Oh, yeah. You know, I watched, I watched the kiss a little closely this time because I was like, I, as a reporter, I have to do my due diligence yeah. and watch this kiss. And so I, I opened my eyes because normally I'm hiding behind a pillow normally we're screaming in but a bad way he hit when he's doing his bad kiss is when he's just straight on trying to like do a mouth like open mouth kiss like nose to nose mm. and then when he turns his head as you're supposed to then it's good and i remember for all the kisses with katie he never turned it was always like a like a on her like it was like a so mm. he mm. learned i guess if um yeah, um, I don't know who kissed him. Was it Deandra? I I truly don't know either. Oh, I hope God. to learn next week. I hope we both <laughs> exactly. stick around because I was not not excited about it. But yeah. I also my TV was not working famously mm-hmm. on Monday, and like it cut out for like three important minutes when they introduced twenty five people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all at once like every everybody who didn't get like a talking head moment was introduced during that time so i was like what the fuck how are there like 50 people here now um literally <laughs> um oh you also before we move on from victoria you mentioned mm-hmm. one other important thing which is you just put her boobs <laughs> what does that mean to you they were beautiful they were so they were so well kept like <laughs> In her bathing suits, you know, like I'm always invested in watching people's boobs and bathing suits because like I'm, I, I want to like see if the bathing suit is doing like its job and like how it's supportive or not supportive. Mm-hmm. And some people's bathing suits cannot do that, but hers were just really taking care of business and it yeah. was um, a shining moment for me. You really do have to see like as a boob haver, like mm-hmm. which fast fashion companies Mm -hmm. are doing the work to Mm -hmm. provide us with $15 supportive bikini tops because it's rough out there. It's rough. It's rough. So I I was proud of her for that. And anyway, do you want to listen to her erotic poem? I don't, but I'm going to. Hi, guys. I had so much fun on clickbait with Natasha and Joe, but unfortunately... My erotica poem didn't make the cut. Unfortunately. So I'm share some of it here, and then I will share the other half on my OF. <laughs> Which so, is going under. Without further ado. And the story was entitled, All of 
the boats, and none of the hose. Strong the king start. and queen were celebrating their royal engagement on a yacht in the Bahamas with their friends. The water was so clear, and they knew she needed him deep inside her at that moment. So they swam off to a little island and hid behind some rocks. She was wet from the swim, but dripping wet from her lust for her sexy man. He kissed her neck delicately, then smacked her ass hard and entered her deeply from behind, pulling her hair while she moaned with pleasure. Her legs quivered as she came, and he knew her orgasm was real because she was never fake like the girls from his past. Never she pushed fake. Him onto his back, and I'm gonna read the rest on my OnlyFans. <laughs> I wonder why that didn't make the cut for a prominent Bachelor podcast. What the hell and fuck? Also, like, I'm sorry. The I have never wanted to subscribe to an OnlyFans harder. I, I know think this right? is so fucking fu- like I'm like having like chad flashbacks where i'm like is this funny or sad i think it's funny i think it's funny (laughs) and sad but they don't have to be mutually exclusive i guess yeah two things can be true famously but like holy (laughs) fucking shit (laughs) she and he could tell that it wasn't fake (laughs) i like i'm not gonna lie i took a screenshot like in the middle of all of this playing, and I think it, like, perfectly, like, encapsulates what we're going through. <laughs> but, like, um... <laughs> I know, it's so I, good. I don't, I don't have, I don't have any notes, for one. Like, the, it was yeah. a perfect specimen. Is that something she wrote? Yeah, yeah. And she's claiming it's a poem. It's definitely just, like, a short story. Or that a fanfic. Just a, that's just a bad Tumblr post. <laughs> what the fuck oh my gosh um yeah i wow you're gonna have to sit with that one for a little while yeah yeah this is something i'm gonna have to come back to next week um after (laughs) i after i listen to the full version on OnlyFans that i'm gonna pay actual (laughs) human dollars for um except for oh yeah I do remember a failed swimsuit of hers that did not serve her as well as the boobs did this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And um, I I don't, I just, I just want to hear the rest of the poem as far as OnlyFans goes. And then I want to dip out very quickly. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I can handle Victoria content uh, constantly, but... <laughs> No one can. She also posted like 10 million things this week. So anyway, good for her. Love that for her. Um, She got to OnlyFans a little too late, unfortunately. Is OF like officially (sighs) sugar we're going down? Yeah, it's starting to do its thing, which is horrible. And we support sex workers here. And I think it's really honestly just beyond monstrous what's happening um so yeah speaking of beyond monstrous we're gonna leave you with us talking about demi because that's how the show ended as well (laughs) must we must Um, we so do you want to maybe talk about how demi fell from grace on our our pod a little bit because i i feel like it might be confusing for people who haven't listened for a long time because we were very famously um, if not pro demi, very pro queer representation, and I mm-hmm. think there might be like a confusion mm-hmm. about, like, yes, pro uh, 
like diversity and like queer representation, but not necessarily this kind. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I saw a tweet that was really good. It was, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like, um, Demi is acting like a, she's like a white woman inside of like a drag queen, like a black drag queen, yes. you know, like she thinks that she's a black drag queen and it's really like, could you just like sit down, please? Yeah. Um, it's off-putting. But, yeah, it's off-putting. And the thing is, you know, she's been through some trauma herself. Her mother famously was imprisoned for most of her life. And there was some trauma there. And then she came on BIP and she was our first um, queer woman that they gave a storyline to. There were other queer women before her. Um, and probably many queer individuals that were not out, but they gave her a storyline and it was, that was, you know, it was for better, or for worse. It was what it was. Representation matters. We were very, um, in support of it. And then she's just kind of, she's just started to, she does all this, like, she's just a little extra, you know, there was also a thing last year where somebody found a photo of her wearing a jacket that had a Confederate flag on it. And her response to that was really disappointing. Um, she, like, claimed she didn't know what the Confederate flag meant until, like, just now. And then... But, like, which is... Okay, but if you need to be educated, that's fine. But she, like, did the whole classic, like... I'm just a fucking idiot. Leave me alone for being an idiot. I'm so sorry. You know? And it's just, like, just apologize and move on. And, mm-hmm. like, we haven't talked about it on the podcast, but Katie also did that this season... Katie also, like, did not handle uh, a situation about race very well, and she Mm -hmm. got really defensive, and it was very disappointing as well. She just should apologize and say she's going to do better and then do better. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, I don't know. And then she just just gets on Twitter, and she makes makes us mad. Demi on Twitter is my least favorite part of the week <laughs> like <laughs> consistently um i like i super agree i think that you gave like a very like fair and balanced like take on it and we're coming at this like i know that there has to be like so much pressure there being like the first like not the first but the first very extremely visible mm-hmm. lgbtq person on a show like bip and mm-hmm. she was on it the last time Bip happened. It mm-hmm. makes sense to have her back, given that she's single. I don't wish her any ill will. I do grow tired of, like, just some of the stuff she continues to do. And With I, her privilege as a yeah. white, thin, blonde femme. Mm-hmm. That comes with, like, so much privilege to do whatever you want and say whatever you want and have very little consequences. And it just screams, like, that's her whole, like... She loves it. She loves it. Like, that's her bread and butter. Like, I mean, even... And she uh, can just apologize and whatever, and I don't know. But also, like, if I'm just being, like, back to the show for a second... It's just annoying. Like, yeah, you made a good point. Like, yeah, she's single. She can come back on. Sure. But, like, she's, like, coming in intentionally as, like, a heel. You know? She's like, I'm going to fuck everything up. And I'm just like, ugh. Do you remember? It's not that energy. Yeah. Do you remember, like, a few Paradise? 
a few paradises ago. That's such a dumb sentence. Do you remember <laughs> a few seasons ago on Paradise when uh, the twins came back yes, and they were just like hostile exactly. for no reason? I'm like, girl, you're coming in like week one. Like you can just be like normal. Like it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be fine. Like mm-hmm. it it felt like she she like came in assuming a character mm-hmm. and just kept going with it when I don't I don't think that was necessary like I don't feel like she was a character like last season like you could just super not do that and it would be totally fine and then like also not to divert back to Twitter but I'm doing (laughs) it anyway um (laughs) like her her defensive people just read weird to me like oh I'm friends with Greg like Uh, So shut the fuck up to any, like, haters or whatever. And it's just like, well, like, I would agree sometimes Bachelor Nation does say some wild shit that's probably not true or accurate to the person that you know. Yes. I think also, like, people can feel... People are going to feel what they feel anyway. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for you to, like, jump in and just, like, invalidate all of those feelings when you know it's gonna pass like she's been a part of bachelor nation for what like fucking four or five years at this point Mm -hmm. she knows it's gonna be fine in like two weeks when everyone forgets about greg and has moved on to like paradise stuff so like even though like i feel like she's being generous i just like don't i don't really get it you know what i'm saying yeah no i feel like there were some people who had um defensive takes of greg who did a good job at like being gentle with people who experience who like felt uncomfortable with it you mm-hmm. know and she was one of the people who was not doing that it was just like shut the fuck up he's a good man i was like yeah oh, wait like you can uh yeah like i'm sure he's getting an undue amount of like actual internet like virtual but like you don't need to i don't know yeah it's and like apparently he's gonna be a bachelor anyway so like oh. obviously who fucking cares but again <sighs> We don't know this. This is we don't know this, and I'm I am holding out. I'm in my full denial mode, <laughs> denial. So yeah, um, and that's it. That's that's the dummy of it all. She's she came in, and we have a next week on Bachelor in Paradise. So we get a, a crazy promo that I don't remember anything about, but it looks good. Becca comes, Kendall comes. That's good. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I okay. Wait. Before we, I know we're about to wrap. Mm-hmm. I want to talk very briefly, and we can talk about this in a future episode, but I have to say it now so that mm-hmm. I know that I, I have remember. said it. Yes. I hate this framing of the Kendall and Joe conversation. Thank you. Yes. So, what I was saying to Jenna, which I think I've said poorly, and I'm not saying that I'm going to say it well now, is I hate this framing because. It puts Joe in a sympath- automatically sympathetic position where they're like, "What?" Everyone's like, "Why the fuck did Kendall show up? Why is she here? She knew he was gonna be here. Like all of this shit." And it just makes her look like a shitty person when yeah. both of them, like, we don't know her story at all. We're set up with Joe's story, right? And it just automatically makes her look like almost like vindictive that she's like Mm -hmm. coming on to like spite him for some reason and like no they're both single Mm -hmm. it's totally fine but the way that producers have set it up and the way they set it up even the first time both of them were on was make joe look sympathetic 
mm-hmm. and make Kendall look like the person who's unsure about the relationship, which yes. to me is what it sounded like, like how their relationship went in general was she lived in LA already and he oh. didn't want to permanently move to Chicago. So they broke up. And, and like, he went on a sob story about how she wouldn't move to Chicago for him. Yes. And so, like, it's the same story over and over and over wow. again. And it's an effective story. Yeah. But it's fucking pissing me off. Because, mm-hmm. like, I've already seen, like, Bachelor Nation on Twitter. I have mm. to, like, unsubscribe. Like, <laughs> I, I must. <laughs> I must simply unsubscribe. Because they're like just like, why the fuck is she, like, messing uh, with his, like, prospects on Paradise? And I'm just like, no. dude isn't fucking over her anyway. And he's, like, already fucking up everything anyway and like now Kendall just like looks bad because once again she's the person like ruining his vibe when it's been just like a mutual thing all along and that's this is again like future projecting but this is what I'm getting from the previews for the season that's very profound though no I'm, I'm I'm hearing you yeah that was the that was the relationship arc and now it's continuing and it is unfortunate because clearly she's just there to be there and then she sees him and she's just probably as pissed as he is at the production for doing that, you know? Like And like that's honestly so mean. like who is gonna who's gonna like have her? It feels like, you know, when um Ashley I came back <sighs> to to actually spite Jared and like get mm-hmm. him out of a relationship with <laughs> Kayla or whatever. Like, who's gonna date Ashley I? Mm-mm. In that, in that, pro- like, nobody. No one's nobody. doing that. And it might be totally different, but I'm just like, this feels yucky to me, mm-hmm. and I'm not having it. And I will continue to fight for Kendall, <laughs> even though she's weird. I love her, but she's weird. <laughs> and there you go. All right. I love that. We will see how it all plays out. Next but week I think you're right. For four tonight. hours. <laughs> yeah, next week for four hours. Um, oh, but I want it. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> gentle housekeeping things mm-hmm. before we wrap up. Um, this week, I believe, we're going to be mm-hmm. recording our Patreon bonus episode with friend of the pod, Sophie. Mm-hmm. It's going to be incredibly fun. Sophie actually has good takes about The Bachelor, so you might want to subscribe. <laughs> yes. Um, if not to our Patreon, definitely follow her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, details will be a plenty in the future. A plenty. Um, um, yeah, we're really excited. We're just gonna, like, fucking have, like, an hour fest where we just, like, talk shit about a lot of things. And mm-hmm. she has some very, very good opinions about <laughs> about some of our favorite Favorite topics. Oh, yes. goodness, it's going to be great. I feel so like- we're very excited about that. And, um, yeah, other than that, oh, my God. Uh, recently, I checked their our accounts, and two people bought merch recently. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to those two individuals who bought merch. Like, DM us. Let us know what you got. I'm really excited. I don't really get to see what it is. Um, but, yeah, we have merch. Uh, if you're interested, link in our bio. And uh, we have a couple cute designs, and you can get like lots of different things. Um, so yeah, check that out. And thanks for like hanging out with us on these Thursday episodes. And yeah, just a gentle reminder again: we're gonna be releasing on Thursdays mm-hmm. for uh, for for the BIP season and mm-hmm. for me and my mental health. <laughs> so thank you. Yes, we thank you very much. Um, other than that uh fucking love you and 
Get drink some water. No. Okay. I was talking to the listeners, but no, thank you. Okay. Don't tell me what to do, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye all. Bye. See you next time. Hey guys, it's Nisi. First of all, I just want to start this off by thanking Danica and Jenna for donating to a worthy cause. I truly appreciate and love you guys so much. Also, thank you to your followers that donated also. Thank you to Queen Ashley Spivey and her followers and my brother Demario and Mari from this season of Bachelor in Paradise. I appreciate everyone who was able to contribute. Now back to the show. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode, mainly because the people of color was getting a lot of attention and love and because we didn't have to see Chris Harrison hosted. That's a plus. This season's cast is huge, but I don't mind it. A lot of my faves are on here, like Natasha, Ivan, Abigail, and Mari. I still don't get the grocery store Joe hype. I refuse to tolerate a white man who followed Candace Owens, who's a self-hating bigot. A white man who thought it was okay to like Blue Lives Matter posts on IG after a black person was killed. Just because my girls Tasha and Natasha care for him doesn't mean I have to. Him being depressed on the episode annoyed the fuck out of me. Him talking annoyed me. You are not ready for the show if you have to talk about your ex so many times. He mentioned her name so much I thought they were going to send her down. Fuck that man. Anyway, knowing Abigail are cute, although I think Abigail is on the wrong show. When she spoke about how slow she takes relationships. And are we really supposed to believe that Kenny was naked? Spoiler alert, he wasn't. And I don't care for him after the way he spoke to Claire, but I just want Mari to be happy, even if it's with him. Marissa and Connor were cute, but it was cringe. I don't think that will work, but they're cute for now. Carl still sucks. I'm Team Thomas. Always and forever, he is not a villain. That term was given to him by a mean bitch who can't even name five countries in Africa. How is he a villain for being honest? Carl is a villain. Thomas is a good guy who was too good for mean girl Katie. I'm sorry to y'all who like her. I'm rooting for him and Becca because he's no Garrett. He's a black king and I stand. <laughs> I hate how people are like, oh, Becca's taste in men are trash because she likes Thomas. What's wrong with Thomas? Just because y'all said he was a villain don't mean he's a villain. What's wrong with Thomas? I don't think her taste is trash. I just think y'all are trash. Who thinks he's trash? Aaron is still trash to me. I can never get down with snitches. Like snitches get stitches and end up in ditches with other bitches. I just can't do it. And Demi is still a garbage excuse for a human being who wore a Confederate flag on a jacket and apologized by saying she's stupid. Now we know why her and Katie are friends. They got that in common. So... Uh, I'm actually looking forward to this season. I think it's going to be a good one. And David Spade is already doing a better job than Chris ever did. Contrary to chicks in the office belief that think he, did, he didn't do a good job. They think Demi is amazing. So they're trash and their opinions are trash. Looking forward to your weekly recaps. Love y'all. And thank you for coming to Shanice's TED Talk. Thank you for listening to Daycard Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Daycard Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a Smile and at Drunk Feminist. Daycard Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. 
My name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Well, Why Not? Not. Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about. And they're not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because. Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.